Landed on an interesting topic today of do you bring your phone into the bathroom with you? And we, we should have stopped when we were ahead. We should have, but we did get maybe the catchphrase of the season. I still <laughs> you'll hear it. You'll hear it coming up here in a second. Mike Bryant came in and what if you admit to a crime you didn't admit? Or I guess you didn't commit? Right, or admit. Well, but you admitted? One. You admitted to one you didn't admit. He speaks on that. And plus... What happened when you fire a bridesmaid? Or I guess the maid of honor. The maid of honor, right. We're going to get to it all, and we'll get to it right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Christine on Friday, she was going to have to fire her maid of honor because she wasn't holding up her end of the bargain. That's what kind of sucked, man. Yeah, it does. And that's why she was on Why Should We Talk To You Monday. And here are we are Monday morning, and we got Christine back on the phone with us. Christine, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing okay. So did you go through with it this weekend? I did. Okay. How did it go? Um, well, like I thought would happen, I tried to schedule time to talk to her, and she's like, yeah, I'll call you sometime, and she didn't call me. So Sunday afternoon, I just texted her, and I was like, hey, I, I care about you, I love you, but I don't think that it's working out as a maid of honor. It seems like maybe you have other things going on, and I really need support at this time and so i'd love for you to be a bridesmaid but i'm gonna make i'm gonna make jenny my maid of honor all right and um and she called me right away which is interesting she was available to call and she kind of just i mean she was not nice about it she yelled at me told me that i'm a bad friend and i'm out there for her and she's has a lot going on in her life and why would I even ask her in the first place if, if I didn't care about her and that she does not want to be a bridesmaid and she will not be coming to my wedding. Oh. Dang. Do yeah. you think that, do you think yeah. that, because when we talked to you on Friday, you said that you didn't have the same bond with her that you used to, but you were just, you know, lifelong childhood friends. Do you think that she was kind of mm-hmm. just, I don't know. You think that she kind of maybe just didn't really, I hate to say it, but care as much as you wanted her to about this whole thing? Like, maybe even the friendship to her is kind of, like, not what it used to be? Yeah. I, you know, I think she's one of those people who needs a lot more attention from her friends, which is not a negative thing, but we just kind of grew apart. So she might have some resentment towards me, maybe. Mm-hmm. It seems like other stuff was built up by the way that she reacted. I felt really bad. I mean, I mean, I care about her. I asked her to be my maid of honor, but... Through this process, I just realized that we don't, you know, we aren't, it's not the same as it was. And so, you know, I feel bad. Hopefully she'll realize that her reaction was maybe bigger than the situation, but, and maybe one day we can, you know, go get coffee over it. But for now, I think that there doesn't really need to be a friendship there. Wait wait a second. Your wedding party is lopsided now. So what are you going to do? Do you have, you got to, can you call an audible? (laughs) No, I think we're going to make it make it work we can have you know three people walk down the aisle together yeah. i don't know at this point we're not going to change anything up i i will we'll make it work somehow i'm not too worried about the aesthetic it'll still look nice well, you know nice. hey maybe your fiance starts cracking the whip on his right. side and he starts popping off Getting somebody right. they're not you know stepping to <laughs> he hasn't had any drama on his side i'm like how is this all on me because they're dudes we're, we're we're dumb you yeah, know we just don't Wait a second. Hold on a second. We're, we're, we focus so much on the negative things. There is now someone who got just got a promotion to maid of honor. Have you told her that she's you know getting the call up to the bigs? I uh, well, yeah. I asked her before I did this to make sure she was 
wanting to. And you know, Pro move, actually. she's been on my side the whole time. Kind of, she's been doing it anyway, just even without the title. She's just been there for right. me every step of the way. So it kind of just fit. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be really special. Honestly, I wanted to do it from the beginning, and I didn't trust my gut, and now here we are. But I think it's all worked out for the best. Well, and here's. Here's the thing about your wedding party, too. Wood, I'm a DJ professional, or a wedding professional. That's the rumor. I've DJed weddings my entire life, and I have seen many times two girls walking with one guy, two guys walking with one girl. Yeah. You see it all the time. It's not yeah. even that big of a deal. Double up on a guy like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're set, girl. Yeah. Good for you. You're ready to go. I'm glad. Yeah. Are you feeling okay about the whole yeah. thing? You know, I have a little anxiety about it, if I'm honest. I feel bad. I never want to be mean to anyone or hurt anyone. But at the same time, I do have to have boundaries. So I'll get over it. Right now, there's still, you know, the dust has to settle a little bit, I think. Yeah. Well, awesome. Good yeah, for you. I'm excited to get married. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's the important part. That's very so, cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good for you for having the tough conversations, Christine. And congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. Thank you so much. And thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Wood. In his endless pursuit to make us a better society, Wood has an issue to bring to the table today. No, I'm not going to make this gross. Don't. We're but not that kind of show. Earlier this morning, I ran into the restroom here. Now, our restroom here is obviously public. <laughs> yes. All right. But, so, but I'm saying it's not like one of the ones where it's one person in there only, right? Right. Lock the door behind you. You walk in, and there is a urinal, and then there is a stall. As I walk in, someone's using the stall. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine by me. I'm a right. onesie kind of guy anyways. Yeah. Walk in. I hear something. This person... Oh, I thought we weren't going to get gross. No, listen to me. The person in the stall is watching a movie or TV show, whatever it is, on their phone. Oh. And it is loud. That's a bad look. Now, I'm just telling you, I don't know what it was. I couldn't, you know, I'm too busy, like, locking in. Right. I mean, a cone of silence, at you least I thought. You don't want to get stage fright. This person, whose name I'm going to leave out of, because I don't even really know who. Oh, you recognize the shoes. I'm pretty sure. Okay. They were in there laughing (laughs) and having a heck of a time with this show. They must not be an on-air person then, because you ain't got that kind of time in the morning. You would think. To go go sit down and relax. Maybe they're blasting into an eight-minute commercial set. I don't know. (laughs) But there was plenty of time, because they're over there laughing. It was like a sitcom, because it had like a laugh track and everything. Nice. Laughing along with a television show. That's embarrassing, man. No. There's already a certain amount of shame for having to go into the stall at work. In my humble opinion, there's already a little bit of shame associated with that. But you go in there and you keep it quiet. You run them silent. You run them deep. You know me. If it's not my walls, these pants don't fall. I can't even do that. And that goes back to childhood trauma for you. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And so fine. Whatever. And I'm washing my hands. And I'm thinking to myself, what are we becoming? What is society becoming? Let me ask you this. Was the sound all the way up the entire time you were in there? Yes. It wasn't like they were scrolling through something and a video happened to pop up. No, this was a this was a TV show of some sort. Because as I said, there was a laugh track. You know, there's characters going back and forth. I could hear it. And you were probably in there for three minutes, right? Well, not three minutes. No, man. I'm in and out. I wash my, you know, okay, so do you my business, wash hands. 90 seconds tops. You can't identify what the show was. Nor did I want to. <laughs> hey, what are you watching in there? I'm put my eye to the door. No. <laughs> I'm in there. It's a strictly a business trip for me. 
Well, the funny thing about that bathroom is, too, you could probably just look in and see what he's watching because there's some pretty big gaps. That's why That's why I'm saying there's a certain amount of shame you with going in that stall to begin with. Like, you really have... It's got to be an emergency situation. I was in and out, and I'm sorry. I don't think it's acceptable to take in your phone into the bathroom at work because, again, this is a one-stall floor. Well, you bring your phone in, but you don't sit and watch a show. I'm not even bringing a phone in. This is business. You are in and you are out. If we're off air and, like, the show's done... Then fine. You know. How long are you in there where you're literally getting your phone out, getting it set up, turning the screen sideways, getting the sound, the ambiance? Are you not, taking a candle? Not all of us have had gastric bypass surgery, Wood. I'm just saying. Not everyone's riding the grease lightning, if you know what I'm saying. I would not do that at work. And I'm just, I was shocked and amazed at it. What are we? What is happening to us as a society? Well, we have too much t- phone time. On our hands. I wouldn't disagree with that. So you're saying anytime you go to the bathroom, you don't ever, you no, just, you're if, in and out. If I'm Even in my house, in my, if I'm in my house, rules be what they are. There's other bathrooms for other people. That's fine. Brian Riley says that uh, you're the, in the minority. Is that what you're saying, Brian? Yeah, you, you know what they call that? Using your phone, you know, go to the bathroom, paid time off. Yeah. You're, you're, just, you're enjoying your PTO. That's all you're doing. What doesn't rob from this company ever, though? Well, and you know the old saying, I get a, you know, boss gets a dollar, I get a dime. That's why I poop on company time. I've yeah. heard that, too. But that's fine. You don't but take do your phone it, in. Do it silently. Right. You don't take your phone in there and hook everyone. Hey, have you heard this on the this episode of Yellowstone? <laughs> you know, what if I have to use the restroom? I got to wait for this guy to finish up his episode of Ice Road Truckers <laughs> before I can get in there? Man, this is actually getting a lot of feedback, Wood. You, you've definitely struck a chord with this one here. Texter's in. Jim says it beats reading the Lysol can. I, I'm not disagreeing with that, but you gotta be in and out. How many times have you read the shampoo bottle, you know? Read it twice through. I'm, when you, when well, you, I'm bald. I'm not really <laughs> reading the shampoo what bottle. What is this stuff? Alright, well, we get, man, we gotta get to some of these calls and texts. What, do you do this? Do you bring your phone in and watch a TV show? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do that all the time. You watch, like, a whole movie? Not a whole movie, but, you know, you scroll through your phone while you're in the bathroom so you don't get bored. Right. I that mean, I'm okay with. We all do it. I mean, I don't know a single person, but I'm even embarrassed. Say I'm like scrolling through social media and I'm on the bathroom and someone else is in there and like a video will pop up super loud. You gotta mute it. For some reason, I'm super embarrassed. I don't even know why. You should, because it, <laughs> it, 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 it takes the walls down. <laughs> so you, but what will you, so what, what is your thing of choice to do when you go in there? You're playing games, you're doing social media, what? Oh yeah, I'm definitely on social media, you know, just scrolling, endless scrolling. Yeah, that's the, but that's the problem, too, because then you end up sitting there too long, and now you got all of a sudden your legs are asleep situation. They do the TV static thing? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, you don't sit there for that long. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call. Wood, apparently a lot of people want to chime in on your topic here. Oh, great. That's what we're known for. <laughs> we're not that kind of show, except for today. We are. All right, we'll get to these calls and texts next. Kelly and Wood. Is it okay to bring your phone into the work at, into the bathroom at work? And watch television out loud. <laughs> That's the funniest part, man. They didn't even put some earbuds in or anything. Wood just went into the bathroom. There was somebody in there watching a sitcom on their phone. Laughing along and everything. Yeah. Just and having a time as if I stumbled into their living room. So we're asking, do you ever do that? We, I, we got a ton of calls and texts on this one. Uh, text rolling in. It says, uh, Tracy, I am with you, Wood, 100%. Uh, Seaver says it beats reading the wall. Again, not arguing that Depends one. Depends on where you work. Uh, KT says, I was at work one time and a woman was on her phone 
In the bathroom. Like speaking? Yes. I finished up. It was time Gross. to flush. I, do I flush? Do I interrupt her phone call or what? You're the moron who brought the fo- idiot in, <laughs> who brought the phone in, not me. Right. Um, flush. Turkey Tim says, agree with Wood. Totally dumb. Rachel says, I cannot bring my phone into any bathroom. There's particles that'll get on your phone. Yeah. Can't do it. Grosses me out. You just got to roll the dice on that one. Now, I'm, I'm pro phone at work, but not pro sitcom on phone at work. Nah, see, I leave it, and then I just go ahead and do it. Poo or get off the pot. Yes, uh, all right. What, this is Shelly. I'm Team Wood. Bathrooms are germy and should be business only. Okay. You're you're in the right here, Wood. I think you need to confront this employee. I, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Can't look him in the eye. Buster in the middle of their, their show. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got some people sitting on hold want to chime in. What do you think about bringing the phone into the bathroom at work? Yeah, see, for me, like, I just want to get the bathroom deed over with, so I don't usually bring my phone. Yeah, but, okay, never, you you never bring your phone into the bathroom just to kill time. When I do, I could be in there for hours and time just passes me by, so, yeah, I avoid that. (laughs) It's not a resort! (laughs) And I should clarify, we're talking about bringing it in at work. Yeah. Not at at home, you know what, everything goes. I don't know if I want her vote on my side anymore. (laughs) She, She may be on your side with this. What about you? Do you bring your phone in the bathroom at work? I do not. I mean, it's in my it's in my pocket, I guess. But no, I guess I don't. What do you do? How do you kill the time? Um, I don't know. Just hang out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bar. But hey, you know what? How dare I? Hey, we yeah. could make it a bar, though. <laughs> there you go, a little bathroom beer. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, I'd be lying if I say I never did it, my friend. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, me too. sometimes it's the only peace and quiet you can get, you know? Right. I'm learning a lot about a lot of people. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. All right, what about you? Do you uh, bring- we're walking a line here. <laughs> it's... A- one more call, and then we're going to end this thing. Because we don't want to get gross. That's that kind of show. <laughs> we are just about as gross as you can get. What about you? Do you bring your phone in at work? Every time. There has not been one time in the history of me owning a phone that I have not taken it into the can. Monster. Even at work, though. Monster. <laughs> and if I want to turn my 15-minute break into a 25-minute break, well, then if nature calls, I'm answering. I mean- okay. But 20 minutes on the, yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, minutes. What are you doing? Doesn't anyone know that you're good? No one notices that you're gone for 20, 25 yeah. minutes? It's boring in there. Plus, look, everybody logs out to log out. Okay. No, we're done. We're done. <laughs> I, I told you. I knew we shouldn't have gone. That's disgusting. <laughs> I can see the T-shirts now. Everybody logs out to log no, out. Don't repeat it. <laughs> Thank no. you for the kind of show. Kelly and Woods, Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Vining, Minnesota, population 62. And pretty cool, right here in our own backyard, we have an astronaut, because it's the hometown of astronaut Karen Nyberg. Makes Vining sound out of this world to me, Wood. Boo. And that's why Vining, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. I'm guilty, but of what? That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, this one came in through the Instagram page, the Kelly and Wood Instagram page, and this listener asked a kind of an interesting question. Uh says, if I walked into the police station and admitted to a crime, is that enough for me to be arrested? There's nothing else. No evidence, no victim, nothing. Just my admission of a crime. 
Well, I mean, it would really depend on what you're admitting to. Um, it probably depend on how busy they are, um, <laughs> and also depend on how much interest they have in whatever you're admitting to. So, but if someone simply walks in and said, "Hey, I killed somebody," they're probably going to hold them and figure out what's going on here. Yeah. If you're, you know, coming in and saying, "I stole the candy bar from this from the store down the street," they may go, eh, you know, go fix yeah. it over there. So it, it really would depend on what you're admitting. But if you're admitting to something, they probably would take a statement from you and. Find out what you're admitting to and why and what you did and get all the facts that they need. Jeez. What about, this makes me think of when people co- uh, confess to crimes they didn't commit. Mm-hmm. Like, does that happen a lot? I don't know that and happens And how does that lot. even happen? I mean, I've seen circumstances where people have copped for their parents or okay. copped for their kid or, or um, you know, said that they did stuff just to keep other people out of trouble. Sometimes it goes someplace, sometimes it just it just doesn't go any place and it doesn't it doesn't mean anything and there's people who think they're doing something that really aren't cuz they don't have what they don't have the facts or know enough to right. really plead to it um but sometimes it's an easy stop when someone just admits to doing it and then they get charged and nobody ever fights about it cuz like so with it the, depends with the John Benet Ram- I'm, I think of the John Benet Ramsey thing cuz there was like two guys who came forth and said they did it yeah. and neither one of them actually nuts. did yeah there's yeah. also people that are just crazy for publicity but then, that, well, but then when stuff. they do that is then is it hard to prove they didn't do it or is it usually pretty easy to prove they did if didn't? they're totally nuts and you okay. show that they were in you know some other place or that they didn't have access then it's just a crazy that does it so i think that's more of a publicity thing or 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 a story that comes well, up it makes me think of that making of a murderer well, i don't know if you've watched that or right. whatever when yeah, that dude admits yeah, yeah that dude admits to committing murder and then he's like wait no i didn't commit murder they just told me that if i admitted to it i could go home right yeah i mean that wasn't so much an admission in the same way i mean right. there was a lot more factors yeah. with that i mean you get these circumstances like you know my cousin Vinny, where you know they think they're, <laughs> right. you know i did they, it <laughs> i did it yeah you know, they, and then they realize it's for murder um but no it, it, you can't be tricked or you can't be you know it's it there's other factors that come into play there so i, I I wouldn't say that's the same thing. It was an admission. Well, what was, is the most accurate TV show or movie that you've watched? Mm, let's see. I, I, in ways, you know, I, I really like the verdict. Um, the verdict was a really good movie with Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. Now it has a scene where he punches a woman in the face that I no longer Jeez. endorse, and I don't think I ever endorsed it that time. <laughs> but you finally I, went out on that branch. I, 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 had, I had one of my associates watch it, and they were shocked when they watch it. It's like, oh, I forgot about that. So, you know, that's one of those time things. But no, I didn't endorse. Never have it anymore. So, but I think that's a really good movie. Um, for for personal injury lawyers. Um, uh civil action is is he gets hung up in a really big case and it really almost it 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 ruins the firm but then they come back in a way but there's there's things in there that run through life that you know you can look at and you can you can associate with or or at least emphasize empathize with you know so but some of them the the thing i hate about tv and hate about movies is the belief that things go so fast yeah you know case happens they kill somebody today they're in court tomorrow they're in the court of appeals in the afternoon (laughs) court on friday and then they get a verdict on monday you know i no, and so people have this belief like oh my god it's taking two years or taking a year that's reality it's just not tv you know so um you know that's probably the biggest thing i dislike about it and then you get a certain amount of uh of um the way they portray certain things like in a deposition you're not allowed to talk back or you could but it's not a good idea to talk back the way they do you know and so there's (laughs) things that it 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 doesn't really show in reality so and how often do you really just 
bring the murderer, real murderer, on the stand and then get him to admit there. <laughs> I, 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 I've had cases where, where things like that have happened, but not a murder. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think the message today is don't admit a crime you didn't commit. There it is. All right. And we'll do it again next week with Mike Bryan from the and law office. Oh, what's that? Most importantly, don't admit it without talking to a lawyer. There you, there go. you go. There you go. Talk to my man, Mike. That's yeah. why you better call Brian. <laughs> we'll do it again next week. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right. Back in 2014, at Harvard University, they discovered two books inside of their library, which were from the mid-1800s, were actually bound together using human skin. Gross. Yeah. One of the books was named Destinies of the Soul. It was written by Dr. Ludovic Balland. In the book, Dr. Balan wrote a note which explained the reason why this book is found in human skin is because a book about the human soul deserves a human covering. So now the question is, what do they do with these books? Yeah. They just put them back on the shelf for another 200 years? Ew. Like, I, part of me like wants to know like what it felt like. You know, is it? I'm assuming it was a lot like leather. Probably, yeah. At this point, but would your skin feel like leather after enough time? And whose skin was it? Did they know that that's what it was going for? Did they volunteer? I mean, the book was. I mean, it's from the mid 1800s. I'm guessing there's not. You know, you can't really ask anybody. No HIPAA violations back right. then. Just use whatever it takes. Got some extra skin laying around. Still, ugh. Yeah. But they found these books, and I, I was—I actually read to try and find out what they did with them, but I could not find out what it was. But in the Harvard Library, they found two books that were bound with human skin. Uh, right. That's disgusting, right? It still probably costs less than a lot of these textbooks. What, what do you picture when you picture the Harvard Library? I'm picturing, like, four stories tall. Yeah. Just balconies everywhere. You ever no. seen Harry Potter? Like No. The, any Like, the library in Harry Potter is what I picture. Never seen it. Those big, like, sliding yeah. ladders. Yeah. You got ladders on rails and everything. It's got to be that way, right? I guarantee it's the exa- probably the exact opposite. <laughs> it's, like, all, you know, like, clean and, you know, like, white. And white? Yeah, like, you know, the walls are, you know, bright white and everything. Well, I know if you dig deep enough, you can find a book made of human skin. Ugh. <laughs> Why? Like, what, 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 what? Dude, it was the 1800s. It was the, you're putting modern sensibilities on old problems. But still, can't we just scan that into the computer and toss that one aside? You ain't tossing it. That'd be disrespectful to whoever gave up their skin. Who? We don't know. <laughs> you put it. I think you put it in the refrigerator can at we that put point. It on one of those e-tablet reader things and just yeah. call it a day. I wonder if it's even a good book. I, what if it was like a trashy romance novel or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Either way. That's what I found today, and I actually found that really. I found that one over the inter, uh, over the weekend. So don't tell me I don't do this in advance. That kind of grossed me out, though. Yeah, well, hey, it so wasn't bad. It's, it's gross. Not always going to be uh, puppy dogs and ice cream for you, Wood. Mm-hmm. And today, if you didn't like it, ain't much I can do about it now. It's already out there in the universe. It's on its way to Mars now, and I'll have another one for you tomorrow, and the day after that, the day after that, I might even come in on the weekend to do a few. And sometimes I'm the only one that likes them. In- ah, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and Wood have this in seconds. What we're about to do right now. <laughs> Put the wrong thing in. Yeah, See, you got a lot of buttons. I do. I do. I got a lot of buttons, mm-hmm. and I am not qualified for any of them. Okay, uh, it's time for a round of round a game of round robin. This is where a topic gets thrown out, and we have to come up with something quickly, or we're eliminated. Right. So what are we doing today Wood, that you've been studying up on all morning that we just are learning about? Mm-hmm. And if you want if you want to give us a couple topics, please help us out here because Tag sent us one earlier. Uh, it said, uh, what 
company mascots or like advertising figures. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Brian Riley, are you ready? Uh, sure. All right. Who's starting? Oh, uh, how about Brian Riley gets Go a ahead, start? Brian. Tony the Tiger. Ooh, Very good. That's a good one. Uh, Mr. Peanut. Dang, I didn't have that one either. Uh, Ronald McDonald. Oh, man. That was one I was going to do. All right, Brian Riley. Tricks Rabbit. Okay. Boy, a lot of cereal references. Yeah. Fine, I'll do one. Toucan Sam. Fruit Loops. Is that what his name? Toucan Sam, yep. Uh, Burger King King. Okay. The Hamburglar. Uh, Mayor McCheese. Grimace. The guy. Ge- oh, I'm sorry. Whose turn is it? The <laughs> Geico Gecko. Damn it! <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, Flo from Progressive. Ooh, all right, I'll take that one. In that most interesting man. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. The uh, did we say Ronald McDonald? Yeah, yes, we said we Ronald did. McDonald. Need an answer. One. The Two. McNugget Chaser guy. Ah, he's out. Oh, that's out. I don't know what that's that is. Out. That was trash. Ah. Fine. Well, at least I finally made it past the first round. This is the first. Okay. We did kind of run through Ronald McDonald's entire <laughs> gang there. <laughs> I can't even believe Mayor McCheese came to me. I forgot all about that guy. All is right. it my turn? Your turn, sir. The Limu Emu. Ooh, all right. That's a later one here. Yeah. I'm going way back here. Spud McKenzie. Oh, Budweiser. <laughs> yes, sir. That's a really good one. Okay, I got one. Mr. Clean. Ooh, dang, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, ooh, Aunt Jemima. Oh, that's a good Okay, mm-hmm. Uncle Ben. Dang it. I, <laughs> I was going to hold that back. Budman. Remember Budman? I don't remember Budman, but I'll have to take your word on that's, it. That's, that's, a sure, that's a real one. That's a real one. Budman is a real thing. I'm sure it was on during sports, which is mm-hmm. why I never saw it. Um, here goes one. This is a deep cut, though. The little animated Bob character from Bob's Furniture. He's driving like a semi-truck. I know, it's, it's a loose. It's fast and loose, but what? you got to... I'm going to count that one. Uh, Joe Camel. Oh, dang Shout it. out Joe Camel. My dad smoking the Camel Wides. <laughs> My dad's cigarettes didn't have a mascot. <laughs> Newport. <laughs> Salem's. <laughs> their, their mascot was a sailboat. <laughs> All right, come on. Need an answer. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just trying to kill some time here because I am running low. Oh, uh, Count Chocula. Oh, good Woo, pull. That one, can, that, that's, uh, the Coke Polar Bears. Okay. What do you mean, okay? Okay, then Michael Jackson for Pepsi. That, well, that's more of a spokesman, but I'll accept it. Same thing. Uh, McGraw the time. Uh, McGraw the t- uh, crime dog. McGruff. McGruff. McGruff the, McGruff the t- crime dog. All right, we'll accept that. Yeah, I know you don't speak so good. Well, he was av- you know, he's advertising crime. <laughs> so. Right. I hate to say this, I think I'm tapped out. I think I was too. <laughs> Dang it! If I only had one more. Did I say flow from progressive? <laughs> yes. what, what's the T-Mobile girl? What, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> that's not that's not enough. That's no, not I it. The no T-Mobile girl. Don just texted in the Noid from Domino's. Oh, that would have been a good one. Well, or the little Caesars guy, Tracy the pizza, Kool-Aid pizza. guy. Oh, these are all good. The thing is, though, when you're under pressure, it's a different game, right? Sure. Wood has a full list already made from six thirty <laughs> in the morning. And Ooh. we get one from five. Oh, Mary even. just came through. Colonel Sanders, Chester the Cheetah, Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy. Oh, man. There was these, a bunch out there he could have These gotten. are all up. Well, I thought we weren't. If we're allowed to go to Texters, then this thing will be going on all day. It's up there, I think. Wood's got, see, Wood's got the Texters mm-hmm. pulled up, too. Mm-hmm. I just went again. Golly, how, about, how about this? Tomorrow you come up with the one. I'm going to come up with it tonight. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to have a scroll. Considering you don't come up with maybe it's just me the night before, you won't do it. But I, I root Oof. for you. Why? Oof. Maybe.
making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Whittle now gives a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. In fact, we're at a McDonald's drive-thru in Florida. That's where we have Amari Hendricks. Now, she's 24 years old. She's coming through here to get a little lunch. Now, she knows that when she checks in, they're supposed to ask her, hey, are you a rewards member? And if they don't... At McDonald's? I didn't know they had that program. (laughs) You and Amari need to get together. Because Amari knows if you don't get asked that, you get a free cookie. Oh. So Amari said, hey... You didn't ask me. You owe me a cookie. Well, at some point in time, the McDonald's employees said, look, we're busy, whatever it is, and they get into an argument. Amari continues to argue, says, I want my cookie. Well, finally, the employee says, all right, to hell with this. Here, here's a cookie. Shut on up. But Amari wasn't done yelling. In fact, she then said, you know what? I'm about to come in and teach you a lesson in respect. Well, she parked the car and got out. The employees went over and locked the door because they knew Amari was coming in with bad intentions. (laughs) She wasn't looking for a glass of milk. But Amari wasn't to be stopped. That's when she picked up something and busted in the glass window and came in. Dang. But she was coming in with some steel. She pulled out a gun, racked a bullet in the chamber, and started waving it around and said, Who wants to talk to me now? Good grief. As you can imagine, the guy getting paid, I don't know, like $11 an hour says, That is enough for me. Well, he says, Look, be cool. This isn't a big deal. Amari says, Oh, yeah, it is. And pistol whipped the man twice. As you can imagine, 911 was called, and when authorities arrived, sure enough, the employee had multiple cuts on his face. Dang. was outside and says, hey, she's inside. She wouldn't come out. After a while, she finally did and was quickly arrested and taken to jail. Holy moly. That's getting pretty upset about a free cookie, man. That must be one hell of a cookie. I wonder at some point, does she sit in her jail cell and think, man, I could have just drove away. I got I got what I wanted. Uh, I didn't have to try and teach him some justice. You know what, Mari? Sometimes keeping it real just goes wrong. <laughs> well, let's give her a score, shall we? Come on. I'm going to say something here, and I mean no offense by this. Mm. Nah, I'm not going to say it. We'll start with being mad about not getting a free cookie. There you go. All right. That's that's where we'll start, and that's 150 points on the trashy scale right mm-hmm. there. Um, how about getting the free cookie and still being mad? That's trash. That's trashy, man. 150 points on that. You got what you want to go on your way. Right. Breaking into a McDonald's, when they see you as such a threat, they had to lock the doors and close out all other business. Seems pretty trashy. That's trashy. I'll give that 150 points right there. Mm-hmm. Waving around a pistol, then, once you finally do break in. Mm-hmm. Trashy. Mega trashy. 175 on that right there. Pistol uh, whipping an employee. <laughs> yes. Trashy. 150 points. And then she was arrested, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, no drugs or anything like mm-hmm. that in her system? Are you sure about that? Yeah, maybe a little extra sugar, but no. Man. The weird- well, she, she didn't listen to police officers when they showed up. Uh, I, would you expect her to? Are you, are you wanting more points I'm on this? Saying, maybe a, one or two. I'll, I'll, I'll give it 100 points. Okay. I'll, I'm not giving that a lot because this whole thing was just a debacle. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Come on. Today, our woman... Who got what she wanted, but still decided to start pistol whipping people. Get it your way! Earns herself a whopping, a crazy 925 points. Trash.
Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. Our first break from 5.40 in the morning. I was drill shamed True. over the weekend. Tool shamed, if you will. And our week started off on a pretty <laughs> unique foot. Us being about as sophomore as can be. That happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll hear it all right now. It's the bonus track. Our first break from 5.40. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Mics are coming on. Mm-hmm. Mics are coming on. <laughs> Volume needs to go down. You understand what I'm saying to you right now? Okay, all right. Monday morning. We got to do this because we've been blessed with another week, my friend. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's all we can say. We're on this side of the dirt, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Keep looking up. That's where it's all at. Weather looks like it kind of blew. Ooh, can't say that. You can say. Stinks. You can say that. Why not? That's a, we, I, you've said it before. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I bet you I could pull hours of you saying that word on the air. Uh, never. Not me. Anyway. I found the Lord. Uh, did you? Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not saying it too bad. Now they're only saying like 12 inches. I, I, over three days, too. Right. Three, four, was that? Four inches a day. That you, that's a, it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> no, three days, 12 inches, four yeah, no. inches a day. Why are you laughing at me? Because I had something funny to say, but again, oh. I found the Lord. Yeah. Don't, dude, that's low hanging. <laughs> it sure it's is. Funny. The older I get, it sure is. Come on, man. Four inches a day for four days? This is a short honeymoon, Mrs. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, come on. This is not no. even that kind of show. You come Stop. here to not have to hear that kind of stuff. All right, come on. Come on, enough of your low-hanging fruit. Start the show right, sir. Are you ready? I am. Well done. Well done. Two by two. There you go. It goes one by one, baby. Two by two. Mm-hmm. That's a shout-out to Rihanna on her birthday. Oh. From her very first song, Ponde Replay. Sure, I'm sure that's her first song ever. Hey, did you go see Ant-Man? Because a did. lot of people did. It made $104 million over the weekend. I know you were planning on going to see it. I did, and I uh, had a nice time. I liked it. You know, I, I don't know if my kids stayed awake. That's a good thing. It's probably nice and loud and bright. Murphy struggles at times to stay through some of those. But no, it was good. It's kind of weird. If you haven't seen like some of the previous ones, you may get lost. You got to get up to speed before you go see this one, just so you understand like what's going on. Okay, you know, it, which is it makes sense. Is Ant Man a new character for Marvel? No, no, or is it DC? Where am I at here? No, that's Marvel. Okay, and he, he he's been around years and years and years. So if I go back and read a comic book from the seventies, I'll find Ant Man in there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, but I will tell you this: Jonathan Majors, who plays uh, one of the he plays the bad guy in this one. Yeah, phenomenal. He he's which has me by the way, and I, I think this is pretty neat because I am really starting to look forward to a lot of movies that are coming out. Well, it's good to see people going back to theaters. Mm-hmm. So, like that, Jonathan Majors is also in Creed Three, which looks, oh man, I can't wait to see that. When I first heard that they were cutting Sylvester Stallone out, right? I kind of thought ah, I don't know, but I saw a couple of these trailers for Apollo Three with Jonathan Majors, and yes. I love Michael B. Jordan. I yeah. love Jonathan Majors. Yeah, I think I'm going to be 100% in on that one. Plus, Guardians of the Galaxy, my family loves. John Wick 4, I don't know if that's a movie theater that I have to see in the movie okay. theaters, but I love Keanu Reeves. So it's it's nice to see some of these big hitter movies coming back. The, the bummer is, though, the only ones that seem to stay in theaters for any decent amount of time are these comic book movies. Like the other ones, although, wasn't it Steven Spielberg went to Tom Cruise and said, you saved Hollywood with Top Gun, with Maverick? 
Because I know so, that like some of those artsy, farty guys were all like, was it Scorsese who was dumping all over? You know, he says, oh, you, you, the comic. He, I think one of them said like the comic book movies are like the amusement park movies, meaning that, that you just go in, have a fun time and leave. Okay, oh, God forbid. Sorry, right? God forbid. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not a great, you know, period think piece that I yeah. need to sit down and need a dictionary to watch, you know, and that's it for me. Like, I understand I'm not seeing anything, but my wife loves Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. They say he's the nicest man in Hollywood. And he's phenomenal in these movies. So why can't we just go have a little fun? Like, sorry. I miss, like, I I miss, well, my kids are getting too old for animated movies now anyway, but I miss just going to see an animated movie on, like, a Friday night, you know, getting, I miss that. Because there's no movies coming out now that any of us want to see. We don't do the comic book thing. And there's also the reason that there is a Toy Story 5 coming out and things like that, because it... All right, it works, you know. So, yeah. like, I, we, well, there was a preview for it. I was like, Elemental, that the kids seem to be somewhat excited about, but I was okay. like, eh, no. All right. But anyway, well, how was your experience at the movie theater? It was good. We had a little bit of a situation. Uh, my son, God love him. Yep. He's getting too hot, so he took off his sweatshirt, and somehow his shirt came off as well. <laughs> he's in there shirtless. He like pops up. He's like, hey, I got to, uh, you know, and like the movie's like just getting started. And there's my son, <laughs> no shirt in public. Dude, that gets 125 points on the trash <laughs> scale. <laughs> and, you know, I'm trying to like. the movie theater shirtless. I'm trying to like peel his shirt off of his sweatshirt, you know, and I'm like trying to get it like on him. And I'm like trying, because it's the opening night. Right. People that are there like really <laughs> care about the movie. And I'm not trying to get in anyone else's business. And movie's over. Lights come on. Look over. There's Everett shirt backwards inside out. I couldn't have gotten the shirt more wrong than I did, but at least he was clothed. But yeah. uh, let me tell you, it is, you know like you see something and you, your mind doesn't like really compute what it is? Yes. Looking over and seeing your child shirtless in a movie theater right. is one of those moments. You're like pinching yourself like, is this a dream? No. My family, I knew <laughs> that this was a real thing, but can we can we put our clothes on? Yeah. I have no idea what it is with that boy. He loves, 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 loves. Nudity. Have as much... Li- he will not put shirts on around the house. Yeah. You know, show off the guns. Well, but then he'll carry a blanket with him. He's like, I'm cold. Put on a shirt. <laughs> right. I don't want to. It's just the, the, these silly arguments that I seem to have with him at times. You haven't taught him enough shame. That's why. My kids have nothing but shame in their lives. Well, but I mean... They, they, they put on seven, eight shirts sometimes. But you know, I was a heavy kid, right? right. As a heavy kid, you learn... <laughs> Pop that shirt on. Yeah. Even when you want to swim. Nah. Yeah. UV rays as I'm floating in the pool. <laughs> telling your kids about the dangers of skin cancer. Dude, Wood, we get it. You're just fat. Like, yeah, I know. Hurts. But, Words know. hurt. Words hurt. But, you know, he, he's rail thin. Yeah. I mean, rail thin. You can so. see his ribs, man. And the problem actually is his pants don't stay up. Yeah. He's so thin. He's gangsta, sagging around the house, no shirt on. Well, he's so thin, and now he's getting taller. You know, you have to buy pants to go yeah. to the feet. Well, the waist, whoever's, you know, stitching this together in China's like, this, this, this is the waist, <laughs> not in my house. Dude, I wore 11 slims. I was a skinny, skinny kid. I think I, uh, 14 slims. That was like my jean pant or my pants for the longest time. Like, I was like your son. I was skinny as a rail. Mine was because of malnutrition, but still was super skinny. Can I... You just opened up a memory for me. Oh, nice. I remember 
when I first went pan shopping with my mom. Yes. And we went in the husky section. Oh, man. And I asked her, I said, poor child. what does husky mean? And she told me, it means that you're special. <laughs> and I was like, damn right I am, mom. Yeah, I am. And then I went to school the next day and I told all my friends, I'm special because I shopped in the husky section. Oh, My friends didn't care about my feelings as much as my mama did. Yeah. And they said, no. That means you're fat. And I remember... Sit down, Matt. We have to tell you something. I was just at my desk, and I balled up my little fist, and I said, we're going to fight today. (laughs) And sure enough, I went, and I I got in a bunch of little fights. No one will ever hurt me again. You know, I'm walking through the door. My shirt's ripped. Mom's like, what happened? I was like, Husky meant fat, Ma. Well, she's like, now we got to go back (laughs) to the Husky section that hurt you, so... That's fine, but at least now I know (laughs) not to tell everyone that I'm special because I'm Husky. This, that, Thanks, was, that was one of the biggest pieces to the puzzle ever. Yeah. Now I know why you are the way you are. Well, you know, I got the scrapping. Right. And you don't listen to other opinions from people. You just... I do if they're valid and right, <laughs> right. and agree with me. I'm just up. saying this is a huge, huge piece to the puzzle of why you are who you are. You were hurt as a child. Well, I, I just wish my mom would have been like, hey, look, it's because you can't put down the carbs. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks. Won't go to school and brag about it. Now, now at least I have a proper reason why. Oh, well. well, at least give me a heads up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, that's fine. You know what, Wood? You're not husky anymore. No, I'm not. No. Just big, <laughs> big bone. <laughs> you have a fat skeleton. I don't know what it is. <laughs> hey, you joke. But my bones, pretty solid. Uh, this, uh, so says you. Haven't you broken your hand like five times? Well, yeah, that's because I was fighting kids because they called me fat. Don't you have a fake knee? Yeah, well, that's that's degenerative, right? And isn't isn't the gout like a press the buttons, <laughs> man? Next Monday we're going to be in March. We can start hoping for some fifty degree days no, mixed in there. No, next Monday's in February too. Today's only the twentieth. Wait, there's only twenty eight days in February. Oh, you're right. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a hot start this morning, boy. <laughs> Nailed it! Is it only 26 days in February? <laughs> it's brand new. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? You know what it is? I'm tired today. Mm-hmm. I did not get a restful weekend at all. My kids were in a musical production of Frozen Junior. Oh, that's right. You had like 37 shows to go to. I went to five. I went, I went to one on Thursday. No, one on Wednesday night, one on Friday night, two on Saturday, and then one yesterday. I saw it. But my son had one of the leading roles, so I had to be there supporting him, you know? I No, I'm all for that. I just don't know if I'm going to each one. Well, I don't know. I just, I always feel like it'd, it'd be nice. It's nice to know there's some friendlies in the audience. Okay. But my son, my son crushed it, man. He was doing his song yesterday, and they screwed up the musical cue on the song. Boy, finished it a cappella. I was like, very good. I was like, nice work, Vincent, man. That kid's that kid's got acting in his blood. Good for him. And it's crazy too, because my son has a pretty bad stutter. Not a single stutter when he's delivering his lines on stage. I want. Mm. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I've heard of that before, though. But I wonder. I always wonder if his brain gets ahead of his mouth a little bit. You know, he's 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 ten thoughts down the road. He hasn't gotten the first one out yet. And it's not speaking. It's more reciting. Right thing. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, but dude, I got okay. Remember I told you I signed up to help tear down the set. To be a uh, actor dad, pretty much. Right, because I want to meet friends. I need, I need friends. Hurtful, right well, here. Uh, you've, you've moved on. You've moved <laughs> on true. from our friendship. You got Sean now. You don't need me anymore. I Fine. keep spitting in my face. Well, we live an hour and a half apart. It's, it's, just, it's tough to get together. <laughs> you've gone further away as the days have gone. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I'll meet some guys. Okay. And I'll help tear down the set. I think it's important. I think it's good to have a group of friends. I wouldn't know. 
<clears throat> so I'm trying to build that said group. So I bring my drill, and they're like, bring it. Do you got a drill? I said, absolutely. I got a drill. I'll see you guys after the show. Zip, zip. Yeah, just they're like bring a drill in a in a Phillips head screw uh, Phillips head thing, on it <laughs> and, and help us tear down the set uh-huh. for the first time in my life, dude. I got drill shamed. I got tool shamed, if you will. What well, what what kind of tool you got? Was I, it your brand? Now here's the thing: this power drill that I happen to have, I got. When I went to HVAC school, I don't know if I, I went to HVAC school. Would I don't know if you know that or There's not. There's a rumor about that. I graduated from said HVAC school, so we're talking. This drill is twenty years old, nineteen years old, maybe. Wait, yes. how old am I? So it's pretty old. Oh no, twenty five. It'd be like twenty five years old. It's an old drill. Does it does it plug in? Or and does it, it have no, a removable it's, battery? It's got a battery. Okay. It's a Ryobi. It's a it's a name brand Ryobi. All right. But the, but they make them much more powerful these days. How many volts is this bad boy? It's got? twelve. Holy cow! So it's, <laughs> and a guy a guy said exactly that when I pulled my drill out. He said, "Holy cow!" <laughs> he goes, "That thing still works." And then everybody started making fun of me because their drills all have like flashlights and stuff on them. Yeah, and I'm having to, <laughs> I'm having to take out my phone and like find where <laughs> screws are because I don't have a flashlight on mine. And there's a like. Theirs are taking out all these, like, deeply embedded... I will say this. Whoever built that set did a phenomenal job. Mm, that, thing was, last. that thing was sturdy as hell. Mm. But my my drill just didn't have the arm sometimes. So I'm like... And it's like... It's like stripping the screws. And they're like, hold on, hold on. Let me get that one. I was like, well, can I load up the truck at least? Can I can I do anything? I'm sorry my drill is inadequate. And it was like the topic of conversation. Hey, Roy, did you see this drill? <laughs> Why don't you go grab us some orange slices there, buddy? <laughs> All right. I, I was like, well, there goes any friendships I hope to build today, yeah. tearing down the set for this thing. And they were all like... They were all like carpenters and, you know, all these like very handy guys, you mm-hmm. know, they got the saws all for certain screws that have been stripped that I probably stripped trying to take them out. Yeah, the guy behind you, <laughs> right? Coming in with the saws all. And, you know, they all got bad knees because they work hard for a living. And I was just like, I don't think these guys are going to let me in their circle, man. Yeah. So I just. I'm and then you're gonna, like jumping up on your feet like, guys heard about Livia? <laughs> you know what I did? I'm not even good. I'm, all right. I'm going to tell you what I did. So I went out to load the truck, and there was like three people loading the truck. They didn't need anybody else. So I just grabbed my drill and went and sat in the car till they were done tearing down the Ooh. I was so embarrassed by my drill. I'm like, look, it still works. Mm. I've never had a problem with it until I've tried to take down, you know, sturdy equipment. Yeah. But I've never been tool shamed in my life until yesterday. And these, and these are real men, too. Like, these are real guys. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? A friendship probably wasn't going to blossom from this anyway. Because what would you guys do afterwards, right? Right. They, I, you know. I mean, you guys could have stood around and drank beer. Yeah. Made fun of your drill, but. <laughs> oh, there was plenty of that with no beer involved. Yeah. It was just funny. It became the topic of conversation. Oh, man, I haven't seen one of those since the 90s. Hey, you know what? Hey, flip it around. You know what you brought? What? Entertainment. You Comic brought, relief. You brought value. That's my specialty. Because every group's got to have like one a, a guy. Like over the weekend podcast, we talked about some of the people that I used to hang out with, right? Right. There were some people that you needed to do things. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you need an enforcer in the group. Sometimes you need, a, for lack of a better term, a jester in the group. 
And I'll there take you that. were. Well, the funny thing is, too, about it is I was nervous the entire... Because I knew my drill was old. Mm-hmm. I knew going into this thing I had an old drill, but I thought, you know what? My old Ryobi's been with me this long. I'm not going to abandon it now. No, you couldn't run up to you know a big box store and just grab one for like 80 bucks. Dude, the, an $80 drill wasn't going to be taking these screws out. Trust me. It's more than a 12-ounce. <laughs> 12-ounce? Or a 12 Oh, whatever. here we go. Mr. Handyman over hey, here. I'm pretty sure you can go in there and buy like a... Diet Coke, and they'll give you a 12-volt, <laughs> you know, handheld screwdriver <laughs> it was to bad. keep in the truck. <laughs> it was bad, dude. I was just like, I, just, I was like, I want to just get this over with. So I, I had taken out the screws that I could, like the little, like, I don't even know what half-inch <laughs> screws that were holding up the facades. Yeah. I, zoop, zoop, zoop. I took those out. I was like, okay, cool. I'm getting out of here before they, before I feel any more stupid about being here you and not being a real man. Couple shingles and then made your exits. But I was like, only I would spend an entire day anxious about having to pull out a power screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's a drill. It's not a power screwdriver. It's not a black <laughs> and decker. Come so on. I don't know where the line is on that one. But <laughs> it's a blurred line. It's yeah, a blurred line. You may be on the wrong side of said line. But hey, you know what? Here's the important thing. You were there for your kids. You I was. S- your, your kids both nailed it, saw the pictures. Yeah, it was so fun. That's a win, man. I texted you last night, though, at 6 o'clock. I was like, dude, I've been at this school since noon. Even I, even Super Dad number 100 over here is starting to get a little bit angry about how, long, how much time this has taken in my life. Yeah, that kind of sounds like it sucks. Oh, by the, like we had to sit through an award ceremony and then this and then. I was like, all right, come on, guys. Awards for a play? Well, they they award some of the actors, and they okay. you know like my daughter. This is the last year she can do it, so she got like a little trophy for being it. So that's it, pretty cool. It was cool, but it's just like, dang, I've been here for six hours. Like this is a work day. Like, let, come on, let's wrap it up now. Did you get her flowers for? Yes. You know, okay, each I did. show. No, just the first, just the okay. opening night. That's, right. that's a big night, and they did like last year because last year was their first post COVID show. They only did like maybe 1,200 tickets last year over four days. This year they did like over 3,000. Jeez. Yeah, that place was packed, dude. It's a it's a really nice production. It's not like a school play. It's like there's lighting changes and fog and graffiti or uh, confetti cannons. It's it's a real production. Man. It was good cool. for them. It was neat, man. I I, def- I enjoyed the week. I enjoyed all five times I saw it. Chip off the block, man. That's right. We'll see. All right. I'm sorry. That story took way too long. I will stop it. All right. Should we do some history? Sure. <laughs> what if I said no? I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Shut her down. We'll just play more music. Boy, music at the Vortics. Welcome to it. Uh, it was on this day, Wood, all the way back in 1872. The modern day elevator was invented on this day back in 1872. Oh, I thought we were going to get an Aerosmith story out of it. From 1872? Now, I believe, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, that the guy who invented the elevator, his name is Otis. I think so, yes. Like, if you look in every elevator, it's like Otis. Well, I think that's a company that fixes them as well. And I believe that, like, they put in, like, a patent, like, it was, like, so, like, ironclad Darn near every single elevator made is like an Otis elevator. Okay, that could be. We like, should get my cousin Steven on with us because he worked in elevators for like 30 years. That's pretty wild, you know? Put three kids through college with it, you know what and, I'm saying? Like, look, we, are, we can make fun of it, but can you imagine what our society would look like if we never invented the elevator? There's no high rises. Well, somebody at some point would have been like, hey. You say that. 
I'm just saying, like... I'm not hoofing it up to 463. I know, but there's no way we would have made it to this point in American history and someone doesn't raise their hand and be like, hey, I bet we have all these hydraulics over here. Maybe we could use it to lift us to higher floors. You say that. I, I believe it. I oh. believe at some point someone... Look, I'm happy he did. I'm not, I'm not begrudging Otis. I'm just saying somebody at some point would have come up with the idea. And I'll say this. Hot take. I prefer an escalator over an elevator. Well, an escalator can only take you up one floor at a time. That's fine. Possibly two at the Mall of America, but that's mm-hmm. about it. But I prefer that. If I got to go like one or two floors, give me the escalator. Oh, yeah. I'd never get in an elevator. Or I take the regular steps and get a few steps in that day. There you go. Burn a few calories. You don't know nothing about that, though. No, I don't. All right. On this day in 2004. And it's called the iPod Mini. The iPod Mini. We've always talked about how creepy these videos are. Like, how brainwashed were these employees? Uh, In 2004, the iPod Mini was released by Apple. I like the gasping in the crowd. The, oh, they made it smaller. We did it again. It's the same thing they did last year, Jim. Relax. (laughs) Uh, And then on this day in 2008. From Sharper Image, the patented Ionic Breeze Quadra. The Sharper Image declared bankruptcy after several years of decline. Sales. Mm. I used to love going into those stores, though. Then it got, what, it got replaced by like Brookstone, the Brook, Brookstone store. I think they were kind of neck and neck. But yeah. the sharper image, you could get like a you know a radio that looked like a toaster, or you know, you what a some, deal! You get some really really cool stuff in there. <laughs> Soon as your alarm pops off, bang, <laughs> toast. It, it reminded me a lot of like Sky Mall. That's what the sharper image started to be like. Yeah. Where you, you buy the toaster that cooks the hot dogs in the bun at the same time. And- Has a single person ever bought anything in a Sky Mall? Like honestly, I, like if, I'll keep your name out of it. Text in and let me know if you Ooh, bought one thing. Hey, did you get your credit card out and buy it right there on the plane? <laughs> I just I've always wondered. That. And why? Yeah, you know what? What did you need so bad that you had to get it out of a sky mall? Let's do some birthdays real quick, Wood. Come on. Uh, he's no longer with with us, but had he been? Come as you are, as you were, as I Kurt Cobain, it's his birthday today. Now, if you're anything like me, I full-on believe Kurt Cobain was killed. I 100% believe it. And after, I, after I saw that documentary, I was like, oh yeah, that dude was murdered. And if you don't know this, Courtney Love's own father has said before, yeah, I'm pretty sure she had something to do with this. You know what's crazy? Uh, oh, never mind. But no, if you watch that, what was it called? Smells Like Bleach? Soaked in Bleach or something Soaked like that? Soaked in Bleach or Smells Like Bleach. That convinced me 100%. Like, there's so much, like, the level of heroin he had in his body, they say, even, like, a person that was using every single day, right? as soon as that went into the bloodstream, he would have been dead, let alone get a, you know, firearm ready and do yep. all that. Yeah. It's pretty wild Kurt stuff. Kurt was murdered 100%. I I'm going on record. We should say allegedly. Since allegedly, we 100%. Uh, he's going to, he would be, like, 54. Five? Uh, you are close, my friend. Kurt Cobain would have been the ripe old age of... I'm going to say it right now. Wait, what'd you say? 55? 55. Oh, I thought you said 54. He'd have been 56 today mm. if he was still with us. Uh, coming off her Super Bowl performance. This is the first time I was ever exposed to Rihanna mm. as an artist. And I remember running to the DJ booth to find out what song this was. What's this sound? Nah, dude. There's been certain songs in my life where I'm like, I have to know who this is immediately. And this one. I mean, but you know me. This is my kind of thing. Now, I told you the time I got suspended from work because of Rihanna. 
I don't know. Did you? She. W- oh, yes, you did. I was working at a sports station. Across the hall was the top 40 pop music station, and Rihanna was coming in. Yeah. Now, we had somebody who uh, who worked on our sports side. He did the autographs all the time, right? And he had mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff for her to sign in. So she came in. She started signing everything. I said, could you sign my chest and oh, lifted God. my shirt? You're that guy. As an intern, I was quickly told, hey, we're going to... We're going to go ahead and look and see if we should even keep you around. They did, yeah. but uh, her security guard didn't find it funny. No, I thought it was I funny. I don't find it even remotely funny. Uh, she's like 30, well, that was a long time ago, so 34? Oh, you're close, man. She's the ripe old age of 35 today. How does it 31 man? She somehow made it past seeing you with a shirt off and made it to the age of 35. How we didn't fall in love in that moment? <laughs> I'll never know. And then finally, Wood, one of your favorites, celebrating a birthday today. TNT, the alienist, premieres. <laughs> <laughs> man, this clip had me laughing this morning. TNT, the alienist, premieres this Monday at 9. This not. This is not a word. This is a No, this is a word. Not this. This ain't a word. Go ahead, it's not a word. Charles Barkley, it's his birthday today. I love Charles Barkley. He's hilarious, man. Incredibly unapologetic. Remember, this is a guy who threw a human being through a window and is now viewed as like, oh, man, that's Charles Barkley. It's yeah. so sweet. The I'm not a role model. He's got to be 60 today. Of course you'd get that one, man. Right on the nose. I love Charles Barkley, man. 60 years old today. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.